just talk to them and they gone, man. But I was just with them, they gone, man. Why why don't we just hold that sense of awareness in us at all times? That we're bringing that out when the person do pass away and we say, Oh, I can't believe they gone. I just talked to them yesterday, or I just talked to them two or three days ago. And they say they were feeling fine, you know, and all of a sudden now they go. Why, after we've experienced that so many times in our lives, why don't we just maintain that sense of awareness of knowing that it's real important that I spend some quality time <coughs> with my loved ones or with my friends because they could be just like my other friends. <coughs> That just passed away because I just talked to them a couple days ago and all of a sudden they got. Why don't we just keep that kind of awareness there? And what that would do is draw us closer and have us to have that sense of awareness, knowing that if I don't continue <coughs> to spend this type of time with my loved ones, I might be saying the same thing that I just said about my friend. And that was, I just talked to them the other day and now they got. One key word you mentioned. T I M E. Something we take for granted. It's true. People take time for granted. We do. Because it comes. We get it every day. It's true. So we think we're going to always have it. Well, and, and, and I think mainly that we think that. <coughs> Uh, control it. We think we control it because when you listen to people make plans and when you listen to people say, well, uh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Uh, the Bible says that if you say anything like that, you should always say, if the Lord wills, mm -hmm. then I will do this or do that. Yes. But we don't say if the Lord wills. It's like, oh, this is what I plan to do. And this, and if I wake up in the morning, that's what I'm going to do. And, and not if I wake up, when I wake up in the yeah, morning. Yeah, exactly. When I wake up in the morning. Because there's no if in it. Because the confidence I'm is that I'm going to wake up. There's no way I'm, I'm thinking about dying in my sleep. I'm waking up in the morning. Because I'm really going to make plans. And, and, you know, I got my plan out, you know. <laughs> I got my payment on this already. already. <laughs> 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 <I'm hungry> already. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we don't control nothing. And what we think we did. And if we control something, why don't we control every bad thing that comes our way and turn it around and make it good? If we're in control. I wish I could play a video right now, about a two minute video. Person did on time. Time is a valuable asset. It is. But we don't value the asset. We take the asset for granted. It's true. Like you just said, I got to go do this tomorrow, I got to do that, and I'll be doing this. It's like even today, we plan to be here. Right. We didn't know for sure, but it was in our plan. Exactly. I know that if I say I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that, I know if it's the Lord's will, I'm going to do this. Right. 
Well, you, you, you've been in the way long enough to where you've got enough sense because of everything you've been through in life that you're not in control of nothing. You already, you automatically know this, even if you say it or not. Well, I know I'm not in control. I, I just be thanking God. <laughs> when I travel, Lord, you've done it before. Do it again. Yeah. And then when I get there, thank you, God, you did it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But most people are not like that. Most people are like, it's my time. Right. <clears throat> I can do what I want to with my time. That's why people don't go to church on Sunday because it's, it's their time. Mm -hmm. It's my time. I, I can do what I want to do. Right. I go where I want to go. And that's true to a point. You can get in the car or whatever and get ahead that way. Right. There ain't no guarantee you won't get that way. Yeah. Well, what was that that you said about... Uh, God give you all these days through a week and you can't give them one day out of you. Uh, I said God day. stop by your house every day of the week, but you can't stop by his house one day for a couple of hours a week. And now we didn't got to the pandemic sermons where you can't preach too long. Yeah. You can't fellowship too long. And I understand COVID and getting away from that, but why is it that we don't think about that stuff at Walmart and the grocery store? <laughs> and the people even going to the movies now. Oh, yeah. At the football game and the basketball game and all that stuff like that. Now, I mean, 80,000 people at a college football game. And they're yelling and screaming and shouting and having fun. But if I say hallelujah in church, shut up, man. Yeah. No mask on. Yeah. No mask on at the college game. Everybody's sitting shoulder to shoulder. Screaming and yelling. Yeah. But not in church house. No, you can say what you want to in church. As long as you're six feet apart. But people don't have time. For, again, we major in the minor yeah. and lie in the major. Yeah, it takes me back to, I think, <clears throat> last Sunday. was on Sunday school, and I think it was trusting God. And I said some everything that is will never last. It is only meant for a season or a lifetime. There's no certain time no certain age to measure a lifetime. Then I said, what is a lifetime? A lifetime is the duration of a thing's existence or usefulness. Mm. And, and, and that, I was like, but all things are in God's time. It's true. So when is your usefulness up? When God put play. <laughs> exactly. So you don't know, though. Right. So your existence is a lifetime, but when your time is up, when your appointment comes, it's coming. That, that's your duration. That's your usefulness. So what have you done? You said it before we always had this conversation about the, the, the tombstone. Right. That, 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 what have you done in the tombstone? What have you done? So when his death comes, the dash. Two things. One of them is a story. A man. Tulsa, Oklahoma, who was on his way to Memphis, Tennessee. He got to Fort Smith, Arkansas. And he saw death. He got scared. Turned around and went back to Tulsa. His friend said, man, what's up? I thought you were going to Memphis. He said, man, I saw death. I saw death. I'm going down to Dallas. I believe death in Fort Smith, Arkansas. So Fred get bold and go to Fort Smith and find him. Hey, man, why are you scaring Fred like that? They'll say, I didn't mean to scare him. I was just 
proud to see him in Memphis. I mean, in Fort Smith, but I got a date with him in Dallas tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you can run, <laughs> but you can't hide. <laughs> I didn't mean to scare him. I was just surprised to see him here. Right. But I got a date with him in Dallas tomorrow. <laughs> you, you, you cannot run from death. No. Death had never lost the case. Only, the only case death lost was Jesus, and he won't make the wind out. Right. But Dr. Mason, you said something. You said death shows just how powerful God is. He did. He did. I don't care how many machines you put on, I don't care how many transplants you do, transfusions you do, when God says that's it, that's it. When that appointment time hits, you don't care what you do. Matter of fact, I'm getting personal here now. A friend of mine died, and my sister said, well, Tell me, you should have told her how she felt. Maybe she'd have fought longer. I should go fight an appointment time. <laughs> exactly. Can't exactly. fight the appointment. Now, half a kind. Have an appointment, but the appointment was extended. The preacher came to have a guy, and God said, Get your house at all. But you shall, right there, surely die. This guy said, Wait a minute, now, Lord, you remember me? He turned the face away. He turned the face of everything. <laughs> he turned it back because he had an issue then. He turned it back to everything and started talking to God. Bible said God gave him 15. And see, one of the reasons that, that, that I, I truly believe that we don't know when our end time is going to be, because most folk would live any kind of way up until that time. Mm-hmm. Most folk would just do any and everything. What are they doing but see, if I know I'm going to die on January 17th at 2.32 p.m., some folk gonna push it. Mm-hmm. They gonna go all the way to January 17th, yes, about noon. Mm-hmm. Then ask the Lord to forgive them. Yeah. Some folk gonna stop the day before. <laughs> <laughs> Some folk gonna get it together on the 16th. <laughs> but our job is to understand that we have a job to do for the Lord. It's true. How many people have you helped turn from? How many people have you shined a light on or let them see your light? <clears throat> or better yet, how many people have been redirected by your light? That's good. I preached a revival one night a few years ago. And I wasn't cursing. And I didn't preach another man's sermon. I just used the same title. I preach, what in hell do you want? And a little 18-year-old girl, when I got to preach, she decided she didn't want nothing in hell. Came up and gave her life to the Lord. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. It's all about People need to know, there's a date with your name on it. When you came here, the clock started counting down. And the sad thing is, you don't know when the zero is going to hit. True. 
They coming. You don't know how many days left. You don't know how close to the last zero you are. It's true. Say, maybe my last time. I don't know. This may be my last time. It's kind of like this younger generation say, so, you know, you know, some of their slang, you know, you know, we're going to turn up. Uh, you know, this, this is what we're going to do. Turn up. Turn we're going to turn up. Gonna turn up. And, and that's what they, you know, it's, it's kind of like, you know, Till when? Because now at the same time, it's like you turn on the news and death has came because <clears throat> they told us. That's the biggest thing. Just your head's so Keep turning up, you're going to turn up in hell. <laughs> <laughs> and that's so true. Keep, keep turning up. Would you want to be in the club getting your groove on when the Lord comes back? Would you want to be with another man or wife? <laughs> or another woman's husband? When the Lord comes back. I'm going to touch this subject real quick and I'm going to let it go. Go ahead. But do you want to be laid up with another man? That's what I'm saying. You a man. And you a man. Or a woman. Yeah. And you think it's all right? When the Lord comes He's coming. Will you be ready? Death is coming. Yes, it's true. Get it right here. Will you be ready when it comes for you? I can be concerned about everybody else. But if I'm going to be concerned about everybody else, I better make sure I got it together myself. That's not true. You know, every time you quote that right there, man, I can't help but think about bad <laughs> <laughs> Two different songs. Two different songs, man. Two different songs. Bad boy, bad boy. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? What you gonna do? When it comes for you. You know, I've often said that we all are actors on the stage. On the stage. Like Shakespearean play, you know. Um, we come out different actors, and we all play our role. Scene one, act one. You step on stage, you play your role, and when your role is finished, you depart the stage. Next actor steps on. Sing to, act to, play your role, and when it's done, you step up. And it's a continuous act, continuous stage performance that we that we play as we enter the stage and exit the stage. You know, enter the stage is your time of birth. Exit the stage is your time of death. And in between that, as you put it. It's all in the dash. When a person is looking at their appetite, you know, on the headstone, as you said, there's a time to be born, and then there's a time to die. But like you said, they have their date on there. The time they were born and the time they died, but like you said, in between is what you do with that in between. Two things. 
from the womb to the tomb, from the cradle to the grave. Yes, sir. You're going to be here. Got they will stay here forever. <clears throat> and, and I can't say it, but who was it? Enoch didn't see that. Elijah didn't see that, right? They took him to work. And Moses, don't know if he's going to be anymore there. Remember when, 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 when Jesus took Peter, James, and John up on the Mount of Transfiguration and Transfiguration, and all of a sudden, there was Elijah and Moses. Peter got happy and said, Lord, let's build three tabernacles. And all of a sudden, Elijah disappeared. Moses disappeared. That was left standing Jesus. You know what? You can do without the law, that's Moses. You can do without Elijah, that's miracles. But you can't do without Jesus. True. True. In him we live, we move, we have our beings. He's the reason we're here. And he told us in his word, through the prophets, through writers, you got the joke, man, that is born of a woman. Watch this. His brother, few days. If a man die, shall he live again? The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. When they people, we got to leave this world. This world is not our home. It's true. Just pilgrims passing through. Just a tent, that's all. That's all. Tents are made to be taken down and put back up. And if I could get a glimpse into where my mama was at, I'd probably want to go marry my time. Paul said, I've been betwixt whether to go ahead on or to stay here with y'all. <laughs> I'm going to stay with y'all because it's better for me. Everybody needs to know. Everybody needs to try to be like Paul. Paul also said, I followed by every doctor, every surgeon, every specialist, whatever they could do to try to keep that person alive, none of it worked. Mm -hmm. Because when God said, I have appointed a time, he's, he's the appointment set. He sets the time for everybody to leave here. And you can't do nothing. And nothing you can do about it. And when he said it's time to go, you can pray all you want to, <laughs> shout all you want to, speak in tongues and everything else you, you want to do. But if he said it's time to go, it's time to go. That's power right there. And, and there's, there's no man can change it. You know, if, if he, he displayed his power not only in death, but he, even in the weather. If, if a tornado comes, you know, and, and it's on the way, and it's a, a F5 tornado or whatever, high, however they rate it. But when, when that tornado comes, and it's on the way, you can get the president, you can get the kings, you can get every leader in, in, in the world and all of their military might and force and everything that they have and all of their gadgets. 
and try to stop that tornado and won't know to be successful. Because that's an act of God. And who you ever seen to stand up against a tornado and make it do exactly what they want to do? When the tornado comes, it's going to do whatever it wants to do, whether you want it to or not. And ain't nothing you can do to stop it. Nobody, no one, nowhere can stop when God begins to move. Especially in death. So when I see God in that way, it makes me just fall down on my knees, man, and just, just worship, man. And say, who, who is like it? Who is like it to you, oh God? Nobody. I remember watching Ten Commandments and I seen uh, 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 Charleston Heston who was betraying uh, Moses. Uh, when God uh, let them cross the Red Sea on dry land and then he, uh, man, that, that just blows me away just to see the water. <laughs> water on each side like that, you know, they walked there. And I wonder if it was really like that for real, you know, we, we, we all don't know. Uh, but I wonder if it was really like that for real. It would have been hard for me to even cross the Red Sea after I seen it open up like that. Man, I've been, I've been messed up. Mentally, I've been messed up. To see something like that, a suit opening up. Well, they didn't hold up. I've been messed up. The ground dried up. Yeah, yeah exactly. The ground dried up. They didn't walk across in mud, on the end of it. They went down through it. Right. But, but when, when I see that, and I'm seeing the awesome power of God at that time, I remember watching that movie. And when the, uh, the Egyptians came after the, the children of Israel. Yeah, they came go. And he put the water or let the uh, the water fall back down on him. I saw where uh, Moses was saying, who is like unto thee, O God? Because he just saw something, man, that just blew him away. Mm -hmm. Never seen anything like that before. But he absolutely seen the power of God right there. When you see that, that's what it makes you do. It makes you understand or it makes you reference him that much more just to see how powerful he is, man, and what he's capable of doing. 